welcome to the weekend entertainment edition of the literature and film podcast aka the we laugh our mission is to inform you of the latest entertainment choices for the weekend ahead either at the cinema or streaming at home and now from a remote location on the east coast in the heart of flying bull production studios your host richard lusk and ryan bull Welcome to episode 139. It's a wee life for the April 29th weekend. I'm Ryan Bull. Across the aisle from me is Richard Lusk. How are you, sir? Uh, great. I'm feeling a little uh, little under the weather. A little under the weather? Well, yeah. that's all right. Other than we, that, I'm great. We have the best medicine for you. Movies. <laughs> we laugh. Yeah. Uh, three movies come out this weekend. We have uh, Keanu, Mother's Day, and Ratchet and Clank. Any particular spot you'd like to begin with? Because I kind of feel all about the same about these three. Yeah, I, I'm, they, they all sort of snuck up on me. I didn't realize that any of them were coming out at all. Yeah, this is the off know. weekend. This is the last weekend before the start of the summer movie blockbusters. That Keanu movie looks interesting. All right, let's talk about Keanu. This comes to us from Key and Peele of the now over Comedy Central TV show. They just ended it. The Key and Peele show. Yeah, Key yeah. and Peele. Uh, pretty talented guys. This was only written by Peele and then Alex Rubens, who was... Uh, one of the writers for Keenan Peel's TV show, directed by their director of the TV show, Peter Anticello. I don't know. So, uh, pretty much all the talent from the show, I think this was like one last big send-off. And the whole premise for this film about trying to get back their lost and stolen kitten from a bunch of gangsters feels like an extended sketch. The cat named Keanu. Yeah. So, are they Key and Peel in the movie? Do I, they I don't have think, character names, or I, I don't know what their character names are. It feels like they're playing the same and people. Peel. Yeah. Oh, all right. Fair enough. Yeah. I mean, I like the TV show some, but it, like any other sketch TV show, sometimes the sketches went too long, and if it's just going to be a sketch at movie length, then that might get a little tedious after a while. But those guys are funny. Yeah, they're seen... ripping off John Wick here, and that's why the movie's named Keanu in oh, his okay. honor. All right. So, and you like John Wick, right? No, of course not. I never saw John Wick. You never saw it? It was one of my top we, ten we films. We have this conversation almost on a daily basis. Wow. I have no desire to see John Wick. There's way too much dog tension. I just don't want the, the main motivation is uh, a dog. Now, if it's the main motivation is a cat, then that's different. I might go see Keanu. You have to hurry up and watch this. The sequel comes out next February. I won't be seeing the sequel. Either. Is he going to get another dog? What? Uh Another set of uh, what a set of puppies? You're killing me here. He's obviously you can't get a cat because they already did it with Keanu. Yeah, right. I have no is idea what the plot marmot? is for the sequel. I don't care as long as Keanu shoots a lot of stuff. All right. Uh, this film I'm a little trepidatious about because Key and Peele seem like they're part of that YouTube generation where I didn't really watch their show much. I caught their sketches on YouTube. People would you know link to stuff. Oh, the YouTube generation. Uh, honestly, if I tried to watch the whole TV show, it kind of got a little tedious after yeah, two or three sketches. And then if they had a bad one in there, I'd rather just watch the most popular ones. The weird thing is they they pop up in all kinds of different movies. Mm -hmm. Like they'll do cameos here. Like I think they were in True Detective or uh, uh, Fargo. Something. Yeah, they were in the show Fargo. But then one of them, Peel or Keen or Killer or whoever, is in a commercial for 
I don't know, Citrix or something like that. I, just this random commercial. <laughs> and uh just seems sort of strange. But yeah. whatever. I, don't I guess know. there is there a list below the, the is there a C list celebrity? Ooh, I don't know if there's C list. I mean they're really talented. I want to see what they do next, but I don't know if I want to see them in a movie that just feels like an extended sketch. I mean, this almost feels what uh like what Saturday Night Live did so often. Mm-hmm. You know, with their direct to movie right. sketches. Right. Night at the Rotsbury, stuff like that, the ladies man. Well, if you're not gonna go see that, okay. are you gonna go see Mother's Day? No. Is is Mother's Day coming up? Yeah. Is it this weekend? It's in May. Yeah, but is it this weekend? Because this is April. No, it's it's in May. All right, so why release Mother's Day two weeks before Mother's Day? And isn't Mother's Day at the end of Mother's Day? Mother's Day is the whole Mother's Day long. Every day is Mother's Day. <laughs> uh, this is Gary Marshall's uh, movie starring his... Every decade he makes a movie uh, starring Julia Roberts. <laughs> Ten years... Or, 40 years ago, it was Pretty Woman, then Runaway Bride. 10 years ago, it was Valentine's Day. This year, it was Mother's, it's Mother's Day. Well, this is him completing his holiday trilogy. Oh, I think there's going to be another one in 10 years. Well, he's done New Year's Eve and Valentine's Day. So yeah. now he's up to Mother's Day. Well, there's Customer Appreciation Day, Arbor Day. Ooh, everyone's running to theaters to see that. <laughs> there's all kinds of days out there. Secretary Day, Secretary's Day, Boss's Day. Why not? Uh, Mother's Day is in two weeks, so you're right about that. Yeah, it just seems a little early. They get a head jump on the uh, old Mother's Day. I think if they could, they would put this out next week, but it's going to get killed at the box office because of Civil War coming out. Maybe they should have tried to get Marvel to move their movie. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Stars Jennifer Aniston also. She was just voted the best-looking human being in the history of all of time. Or maybe it's just 2015 from People Magazine. You didn't see that? No, I didn't see. I don't read People magazine. But thanks for keeping yeah, me abreast check on your favorite magazine. Kate Hudson's in this also. I can't understand why Gerard Butler is not. He's gotten out of the rom coms. Well, it seems like this is tailor made for him. Jason Sudeikis takes his part instead, and then also John Lovitz. Fans of the critic, I guess, is the demographic, <laughs> the target demographic for Mother's Day. So it's got a great ensemble cast of all of the some of the. Uh, most of the leading female actresses in Hollywood. Yeah, with Julia Roberts, Jennifer Aniston. I mean, those were two of the leading rom-comers for a long time. Jennifer Aniston kind of still is in there. Kate Hudson's been very popular. And then the newcomers, Britt Robinson, uh, the girl from Under the Dome, and she was most recently in Tomorrowland. God, you love that Under the Dome thing. Well. But she's not a mother in this, probably. No, she she's the daughter she's who wants the, to reconnect the wayward with the daughter. mother. But, I mean, she's going to be a future rom-comer, I feel. Well, I never saw Valentine's Day, so I'm not sure if I'd be able to follow Mother's Day. <laughs> but uh, do you plan on seeing it? No. You going to no. take your mother next next uh, week? I'm not taking my mother to this film. Are you going to take her to Captain America? Uh, yeah, I'd kind of like to take her to that. <laughs> that I hope that she would enjoy it. Um, also coming out is Ratchet and Clank. Yeah, I know you're a big listen. fan of the video game turned film genre. Oh, is that what this is? I've never I've never even heard of it. Yeah, these are like the Super Mario Brothers for the PlayStation. Okay. I they, thought that the Super Mario Brothers were the Super Mario Brothers of the PlayStation. No, they've they're just Nintendo. Oh, Ratchet and Clank okay. came Proprietary on the first issues. Yeah. I got it. 
Yeah, they were on the first PlayStation system, and they've been on every subsequent one. And the weird thing is, this movie is based on the first video game, but they're going to release a new video game based on this movie. Okay. <laughs> but it's not going to be the first game. Sort of like way too meta. Yeah. Way too meta textual and layered. Uh, Sylvester Stallone is in this. Oh, he's one of the voices? I guess. I, that's all I knew is Sylvester Stallone and well, someone else. Another connection that you're going to be rolling your eyes at is the director of this, or one of the two directors, is Kevin Monroe, who is famous for directing Dylan Dog. Oh, Jesus. A great underrated sci-fi-ish horror oh, yeah. comedy. One of three movies that no one has ever seen but you. Yeah. He's also working on, apparently right now, a animated Sly Cooper, which is another PlayStation property. PlayStation. So they're trying to crank out these uh, films based on it. Don't you think they're trying to hide this movie? <sighs> Sneaking around the corners of uh, Captain America? I, yeah, I haven't seen much advertising for this either. I haven't seen any either. advertising. I haven't even heard of it. Until well, they're rolling out preparing for this. Yeah. Uh, it'll probably be in 2,500 theaters and... As a result, Knockout, Midnight Special, and Green Room, and all the other movies that we wanted to see. All three of the films we've talked about are in at least 2,500 theaters, if not closer to 3,000 theaters this weekend. I'm pretty sure some of these will only be in there for a week or so, because Civil War is going to knock a lot of stuff out. There's also no room for Elvis and Nixon and all these other independent movies that a lot of people want to see, like me. Oh yeah. Well, Jungle Book went into more theaters last weekend. We're not able to see any movies around here. I mean, we wanted to do as a review one of the three movies I just mentioned, Midnight Special, Green Room, uh, Elvis and Nixon, and we're not able to do that. So instead, this week, we're going to be doing our summer preview and box office challenge. I'm sure that everyone's getting fired up about that. It'll be pretty awesome. I'm fired up. Yeah. I'm excited. I love doing the preview for the summer. I like the box office challenge, too. It'll be a good show. It will be. And that'll be episode uh, 140. Uh, so those are three movies coming out. If you had to buy a ticket to one of these this weekend, which one would you do? Ooh. Your choices are Keanu, Keanu. Mother's Day, Ratchet and Clank. Keanu? Yeah, if I had to go see a movie this weekend, I'd probably see Keanu, because I would feel better walking out of that one than any of the others. I wouldn't feel very good walking into Ratchet and Clank. I, see, I think I'll go with Ratchet and Clank. You told me Sylvester Stallone's a voice in there. <laughs> it's got a James Arnold Taylor. He's one of the best voice actors working right now in Hollywood. He's the voice of Fred Flintstone. And the funny thing is, he's wait, this wait. tiny Fred guy. Fred Flintstone is old. That, that hasn't been around for. He's the he's the current voice of Fred Flintstone. Does, is They've Fred recasted. Flintstone getting a lot of work? <laughs> what is he doing? In commercials or something? Yeah, cartoons and stuff. Yeah, they Where still is Fred Flintstone? That you could see Fred Flintstone in some cartoons now. Yeah. There's a Fred Flintstone cartoon show. I know that they have made cartoons within the last five really? years. Yeah. And this guy is the official Fred Flintstone voice. Wow. All right. Well, you just taught me something. I thought the last Fred Flintstone I saw was John Goodman, I think. Oh, in, in the Flintstones film, the live action one? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Viva Rock Vegas. Oh, he came back for the sequel? No, I don't know. Maybe not. Yeah. Rick Moranis? But anyway, <laughs> I so I, I think I'd go see Ratchet and Plank just because... Yeah, it might be decent. I'd kind of like to see what Sony's doing with their intellectual property. I think you'd be better off watching the movie on Netflix. Okay, what movie is, is that? This is a free movie on Netflix. If you've got Netflix, it's my net pick of the week. It's called Hush. It's a 2016 American psychological horror thriller film directed by Mike Flanagan. He wrote this screenplay with his wife, Kate Siegel, and they uh, filmed it with 
uh, over, I think, 18 days in a saluted cabin in the woods. It's basically, it's a story about, well, you might know um, Mike Flanagan from Oculus. And uh, he's starring, or he's doing Ouija too, I think. So he he's a TV actor and he's also, he works in genre a lot uh, for Bloomhouse Productions. And his wife was also in that movie, Oculus. I don't know if you saw that or not, but it's a... That was the one where the girl's eating the light bulb, but she thinks it's an apple or something. I don't know. That might be in a visual image. I know it has something to do with reflections and sight. This this movie has to do with a uh, a woman who's been uh, she had she was she's deaf for some reason or another, but she also can't speak, Uh, and she's lives in this secluded cabin in the woods and um, it's a home invasion thriller and I think that's about the most that I should say there's only about four character four actors in it one of the actors is John Gallagher Jr. he was in 10 Cloverfield Lane as Emmett that's a guy we saw uh, in that movie he stars as the well his his name in the uh, cast listing is man so you can imagine where that's coming from or where it's headed uh, as a genre, it's pretty good. I think it, it plays with a lot of the conventions of horror movies, sort of flips them around. It's, this guy is a classicist and he doesn't like steady cam. So he's, he storyboarded out the film several times and apparently, uh, I mean, it's gotten a lot of buzz. It's mm-hmm. one of the most popular movies on Netflix right now. And it's, uh, my net pick of the week. I like it. Hush. Um, well, if you head by the Red Bots, what you can pick up is the remake of Point Break, everyone's favorite 80s action film that was actually made in the 90s. Did you ever watch that? Uh, the new one? Yeah, the remake. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> That's why I'm able to recommend it. All right. It's not good, but if you get a large enough group of people together, it's kind of fun to see what they've done with it. And, I mean, there are just lots of ridiculous bits, so... As long as you don't take it too seriously. Uh, it stars Edgar Re- Ramirez, who's going to be in Hands of Stone, mm-hmm. where he plays Roberto Duran. Yeah. Uh, that comes out this summer. Sweet. He was most recently in Joy. He played the husband in that film. Oh, yeah. He was good in that. Uh, small part. Yeah. Uh, Luke Bracey stars as Johnny Utah in this, the Keanu Reeves part. Uh, probably his biggest role before this was playing Cobra Commander in G.I. Joe Retaliation. <laughs> okay. So... Uh, also has Ray Winston in there. He's fine. He's the FBI mentor, the older rule, okay. role. Uh, not too bad. Uh, it's fun. There's a lot of great action sequences. Uh, apparently they did the biggest wingsuit jump ever. They had the most people in it. It took them something like three years to put it together because they kept hiring people to be part of this wingsuit jump. Okay. You know, where people wear those squirrel suits yeah, and people kept dying or getting injured so they couldn't partake in it. Not in the movie, though. They're, no, lead, yeah, leading up to it. I don't think anyone died during the filming of this movie, crazily enough. But there is some amazing stunt work. And for that alone, it's worth watching. All right. Well, there you go. Yeah. Uh, is there anything playing on TV? Yeah, actually, worth uh, watching? I think that if you have a television set and you feel like watching things... I would, we would be as the last podcast remiss not to mention Game of Thrones. Got started its sixth season last night on HBO. That was Sunday night. I don't know when the audience is listening to this, but if you have HBO, you ought to try to check out the the first five seasons of Game of Thrones and then uh, pick it up where it's left off. And I understand there's going to be some interesting things going on this year on Game of Thrones. If you're into the fantasy dragon 
sort of thing. Yeah, this could be one of the last full seasons. I think they're thinking think another that, season, maybe two, but those will probably be a bridge seasons. They're already talking. I don't know. I I know that they've planned out an arc, and it's supposedly going to be somewhat different than what George R. R. Martin has planned out. R. R. <laughs> reminds me of my dog. George R. R. Martin. <laughs> At any rate, uh, it's a good movie. It's a good TV show. I actually, I think it's long form cinema. That's the way you can look at it. Um, for that's why it's sort of making a recommendation on the literature and film podcast. But you can also check out on AMC the Night Manager, which is a John. It's based on a John Le Carre novel. It stars Tom Hiddleston and Hugh Laurie as uh, two adversaries that are working in when. I think Jean Le Carre wrote the the novel. It was sort of based in a post Cold World or Cold War world. Cold War world. Say that ten times fast. Uh, this movie is more contemporary with our times, so they're using some elements of uh, you know the War on Terror, mm-hmm. some ideas associated with that. And uh, Tom Middleston plays Jonathan Pine. He's the night manager in a uh, hotel, like a fancy hotels. It uh, turns out he's got a secret past that sort of slowly gets exposed throughout the the series. It, start, it started, I think they showed it in, back in February, so this is sort of a, um, a re-showing of the original Night Manager. So oh, they, they've already shown AMC. all six episodes. I think so, yeah. And okay. if you have the AMC app, you should be able to watch all six episodes now. So I think that they're out there for your perusal. If not, they're coming out on Tuesday nights. Uh, Game of Thrones is out on Sunday nights on HBO. Those are my picks of the months ahead. Yeah. I'm really excited to see Tom Hiddleston in this. I've heard that this is kind of a test run to see if he'll make a good James Bond. He's pretty good. He's on the short list to replace Craig uh, I think he's like 6'2". No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, lots of great TV to watch. Uh, Night Manager, Game of Thrones. If you've got Netflix, go watch Hush. New in theaters is Ratchet and Plank, Mother's Day, and Keanu. That's episode 139. On episode 140, we're going to be doing our summer movie preview, Mm. along with a new bots office challenge. You're going down, L-Train. Yeah, I won the last one. Yeah, when you're like, I take Star Wars. I won the winter box office challenge. All I know, yeah, yeah. four movies, to, uh, uh, one movie against your four, and I still, and and I noticed that you didn't change it on the uh, website to reflect the my victory. But I have no idea what you're talking. You can about. still look at last year's <laughs> results from the box office challenge. But uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. We might be the first podcast to get out our box office challenge. I like it. So we're we're putting our uh, we're we're putting ourselves on record. We'll see how we compare against other podcasters and movie reviewers. I want to see what your picks are. So Sounds good. Uh, right. Listeners, tune in. Boom. Until then, uh, thanks for joining me, L-Train. Thank you. There be dragons. I say a bear there.